So guys, today on the podcast, I've got yet another recording of a Facebook Live we did. And today it's all about your uh, how you can get the best prices in China. So how, how you can get the best prices for your private label product in China. And I won't let you wait uh, very long here. So let's just jump right in. I'll cue the intro and then we go into the recording of the Facebook Live we did about it. Have fun. Welcome to the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. This is the framework to import, sell, and profit from your private label products. He is German expat, lives in China, and has a passion to help you create a thriving brand. Here is your host, Nils Alder. Hi and welcome everyone. Today we are recording a podcast episode live here in the Facebook group from Easy Peasy Sourcing and I'm so excited to see you here. Thank you for being here. Today we're having a topic that I know most of you are struggling with and the question that I'm getting almost on a daily basis. So today I'm going to share with you here live in this group how you can get the best prices for your products when you're sourcing in China. So whether you're sourcing your products in big quantity or small quantity, this episode is for you because I'm going to reveal seven tricks with you that I use to get the best prices possible for sourcing products in China. Before I do that, I just want to introduce myself for the new members of the community. I want to welcome you here. And I'm Niels. I'm originally from Germany, but I'm living in China now for around five years. So I've been sourcing tons of products there and in the beginning I was really struggling sourcing them and I had so many headaches doing that and I was so actually I was really frustrated at one point because nothing really seemed to work out the way um, that I wanted it and I got stuck a couple of times until I spoke with one of my mentors and I found out how to do it the right way. And after sourcing the right way I really focused on that, focused on developing a method to develop or I focus on developing a method to source your product in China effortlessly. And I call this the easy peasy sourcing method. And over the course of the next uh, days and weeks, I'm going to introduce you to all of these methods and tricks that I'm doing. Weekly, we're gathering here together in this group. And I share with you free content here that will be published on the easy peasy sourcing podcast on iTunes. And if you want to get notified on Facebook Messenger every time we are launching this podcast here because first of all it's free knowledge and if you subscribe with Messenger I also send you a few goodies in the Messenger that you're not getting anywhere else. So if you want to, to, to subscribe to that list up there is a link just hit that link and you're subscribed to Messenger. It's just up here above that video and that you can use to subscribe and I send you the weekly goodies in your messenger. So that all said, um, I really love to just dive into today's content because this episode is actually really quick. There's a lot of value here and a lot of tricks I've learned over the years. However, it's really a short episode that I recorded for you. So very first trick that I'm using to get the best prices and I think this is the main thing and if you're only taking away one lesson you learn from from today's video then it's really this one so number one for me the most important part in the whole sourcing process and also the most important part in getting the best prices for your product for me personally is to get a sourcing agent so I don't go on Alibaba to source my products I always use a team on the ground in China of sourcing agents who can do all the work for me so not only do they take 
all the heavy lifting from my shoulders and source the products for me so I don't have to put the work in, they also get you a lot better prices. The reason for that is that they are local, that they are, this is their job, right? So they have tons of experience dealing with Chinese factories. They usually specialize on one product category, so they know the whole category in and out. They know instantly the prices that products should be costing and what is too much, what is too less. And they also have their own contacts already that they have been worked with for longer time. So they have a, a relationship with these manufacturers already, and by that, they get a lot better prices than you could ever get. So we always say that sourcing agents are a bit, or always hear actually, that sourcing agents are too expensive and you can't afford them. And I thought the same thing. 100% my thought was that. That was the reason why I never worked with a sourcing agent until I figured out that it costs you around 5% on your order value when you work with an agent, but the prices that they get you usually are around 20% cheaper than the ones that you are getting. So you're still saving 15% on your product, and that's really the the main thing for me that or the main trick that you can use to source your products in China really affordably by having someone doing all the heavy lifting lifting for you. And also, how much does your time worth? How much is your time worth sourcing yourself? If you're sourcing yourself, how many hours do you spend? For me, it worked countless hours. I was working at nighttime because of type differences and all of these things. So how much is that worth to you? If you have someone who can do this all for a very little fee that still doesn't cost you anything because what they cost you, you have it back multiple times by what they save you. So I always recommend you working with sourcing agent. At EasyPD Sourcing, we really don't go on Alibaba much. There's almost no interaction that we do on Alibaba rather than looking around a little bit for possibilities of different products and you know, getting a little bit of a feel for, for the pricing. But the whole sourcing process can be done by an agent. It can be done by someone who is helping you and who is all doing all the heavy lifting for you. And I teach a lot more about this in my masterclass. I have a masterclass and a free mini course that's going to go live in the end of this month on 27th of September. And if you didn't subs or if you aren't subscribed to the free mini course yet, we're going to start on September 27th and you can just go over to easypeasysourcing.com slash masterclass, leave your email address, and I subscribe you to the free mini course. And I teach you all about um, the agents. I teach you a lot more. Actually, the whole mini course will teach you how to source your products in China without getting screwed by Alibaba suppliers. And I'm really excited to see you there. So I leave this link down here. Just head over when you get time and sign up for the free mini course. Let's, for now, go over the next point. We have number two, the second tip that I have for you to get better prices in China. And that one is don't be an Amazon seller. At least don't be obviously an Amazon seller to your supplier. And here's the reason why. The Chinese suppliers have three different prices. They have the prices they give away for the locals. So if a Chinese company sources at their factory, they have a price for foreigners, which of course is a lot higher because they can't charge more from you. 
And then they have the Amazon seller price. And I feel the Amazon seller price is even higher than the uh, price from the normal, like, like the standard foreigner price. And that's one thing that if you reveal that you are selling on Amazon, then the, the, the factory is going to charge you more automatically because they know that Amazon sellers are usually willing to spend more money than other sellers do. So rather tell them you're selling them on Shopify or you're selling them on your own shop or something like this. So don't reveal that you're an Amazon seller. That's for me was always a thing. And here again, if you're working with an agent, you might even get the local prices because initially the factory that the agent is approaching doesn't know that you are the one behind it. They think the agent is the one who wants to buy the product and they're dealing in local language they're dealing in chinese you can never beat um, that response and you can never beat the prices that that happens through this or you can never get the prices in that rate the third step and the third trick that i have for you is getting a ton of quotations and that's really something lots of people don't do because we all get a little bit lazy and we think if we have a few quotes we pretty much know everything well here's an example that a friend of mine told me when he sourced phone cases and so he went into these really competitive niches and he sourced just very simple transparent phone cases so he hired a few people to get quotes of alibaba and he must have like 300 quotations so i don't need you to go so far but to be honest you should be having at least 100 quotes that you're getting for your product from different suppliers so if you do this yourself it's really difficult to get all of these quotations and keep track of all the answers and then you have to compare them and the thing is here it really worth it because from these hundreds of quotes a handful of these quotes maybe five to ten were actually half the price than all the others so he ordered samples from the cheap suppliers and naturally you would think that the cheap suppliers deliver cheap quality and it's often it's really not the case it's just suppliers that aren't found so often so they give you better prices because they don't have so many inquiries they have to fill their production line and and get their people busy right so that's one thing that you really that i can only encourage you but i know it's hard work so here again the agent comes in if you work with an agent they can do all of that for you however if you do it yourself and you can always hire a va for that or you can do it yourself it is a lot of trouble, but it saves you so much money. Imagine you could get your product for 30-40% off just because you invested a few more days and really looked into it in detail and get as, got as many quotes as possible. I know it's hassle, but that one worked really, really well. Then one thing is number four, the fourth tip that is often overlooked and that as a Western culture, we always feel a little bit... Um, uncomfortably with and I really want you to f to to get comfortable to feel uncomfortable because the next thing is negotiations and we know negotiations when we go and we buy a car or we buy furnitures and if we're lucky we get five percent off if we're really persistent and we ask them to go to the manager again and all this stuff right and if we get five percent off at a, at a car deal or even 10 we are so happy and that's great right well now 10 percent in Chinese culture is, is really nothing. So I've seen people uh, negotiate and, and often prices that are offered are twice as high as the prices that you can get. 
And also, you can negotiate much harder than you would in uh, Western countries. It's really just a part of the culture, and negotiation is is a lot easier to take in for everyone than it is in the Western world. So it's just a part of it. Get comfortable doing it. And one of the best moments of doing it is right before you place your order. So very first, you get the quotation, you negotiate it a little bit. And then right before you place your order, usually you can always get a cheaper price. So just by sending one email, I'll tell you one story. I spoke with Trish uh, yesterday, and she's a member of my Easy Peasy Sourcing Masterclass. So I had a consulting call with her, and she was able to save $500 off her order by sending one email. And that was just clarifying for her. She was just saying, hey, I'm not an Amazon seller. I'm, I can't afford the product at such an expensive rate. I really need you to give me a better price. So the factory came back and gave, them a five, gave her a $500 discount. And $500 for her was a big percentage of her order value. So it was not a $10,000 order. She was more looking at a $1,000, $1,500. So she saved big time here on her product and her margin now increased a lot. So now she can spend a lot more money on advertisement. She can, she can get many more customers because she can offer her product cheaper than her competition. And all of these benefits just because she sent one email. So I really want you to get comfortable getting uncomfortable and really negotiate a little bit more. The next thing, and that is something that I recommend if you want to go into harder negotiations, and that is having a backup supplier. This is my fifth hack. Every time you source a product, no matter what you source, you always need a backup supplier. Because to be honest, there, there's always going to be things happening. There's always going to be a supplier that's coming back to you and messes up the um, product development process and takes, takes forever. So if you have a backup supplier, you can work with that backup supplier to see which one of your suppliers is faster, is more reliable. Because only when you work with them, you really get an impression on how your suppliers are working with you. And if you have a backup that makes your life so much easier in so many spaces, but especially it makes it easy in negotiations because if you know you have a backup, you can push much harder because if you lose your initial uh, contact, it's not that bad because you can always fall back on your backup supplier. Then the next thing here, the next trick is getting your packaging and your shipping from third-party uh, from third parties. So if you're ordering, and that only really works if you're ordering bigger quantities. So if you're, if you're drop shipping, you can't really use that. But if you are um, a private label seller and you're sourcing your product for Amazon and you're applying your logo and all of these things, especially if you do packaging, I encourage you to go and find a different supplier for the packaging. Because what the factory does that produces your product, they don't produce your packaging. They also just purchase the packaging from someone else, from another factory. And they charge a little bit on top of that. You, you can't really see it. It's not obvious, but they charge on top of that. So if you arrange to get your own packaging, it's a lot cheaper because you can get your packaging for a cheaper price than they charge you for it. And I know this adds a little bit hassle to your sourcing process, but it really doesn't have to be if you have that agent and they can help you, right? So if you have someone who can do this all for you and saves you money at the same time, then it's actually a no-brainer to, to really just use 
that person, right? Because they're earning good money, you're earning better money with it because you save money. So it's it's a win-win for you both, as long as you have the right persons. And I just want to remind you one more time that this is one of the main things that we are going through in the Easy Peasy Sourcing Masterclass. And you can get a free course, a free mini course that I put together from you that starts on 27th of September and you can just get that by clicking the link below here. That's easypeasysourcing.com slash masterclass. The next thing I have, or actually one more thing to add here, and that is shipping. So the what the factory really likes to charge an extra on is shipping. Oftentimes, once you place your order and you're paid, they come back to you and say, hey, the shipping has gone up by $100, $200. Uh, we need that additional money now because... I don't know, shipping costs have gone up, so there's nothing we can do. And there actually is a lot that you can do. And that is when you get the quotation already, you make sure that you can get your own forwarder, that you can use your own forwarder. And here again, the agent can come in and choose a forwarder for you that he or she has worked with that is reliable and can get you a quote. And I can almost guarantee you that the quote that you're getting for shipping from your third party is going to be a lot cheaper than the quote that you're going to get with the factory. So when we get quotations, we usually ask, we usually have to ask for the FOB price. And the FOB, it really includes everything from, you know, they produce the item and the packaging and put this all together and ship it out and basically the total costs. Well, now you have to ask them, and that is the seventh trick that I'm giving to you, is a BOM. And the BOM is basic, that's, that's the bill of material. So now what's the bill of material? If, for example, you have this bottle here, the bill of material would be the, the glass, the produce, production of the glass, the, the cap, how much is the cap, how much is it to assemble it, how much is it to put it in a box, how much is the paper box. So all of these things, the prices are detailed listed. So now if you want to know where you can save a little bit of money is when you're getting the BOM because there might be something that you don't even need. So maybe they polish up the bottle and you don't need that. Maybe they screw on the lid and charge five cents per item and you just, you know, it's enough for you if they just throw that in the box. And that's, that's just an example, right? But you get the point here. Once you have the BOM, you know a lot better what you are paying for. And also, you can deduct the shipping price if you have your own forwarder, which is really cool. So, that were the seven tips that I have for you to get the best prices possible from your supplier in China. And I actually have one more bonus tip for you. And I'll come to that after a little bit. I just want to remind you one more time that we're doing these things weekly. And if you want to get the free content and some extra goodies that I'm sharing in Messenger only, then click the link above this video. Here we are. And then you can subscribe to the weekly messages. I just, I don't spam you with anything you don't need. So I just send you valuable information and you get some goodies in Messenger. Just click the link above and you're subscribed. Super easy. Then if you're listening to this on the, on iTunes or on your phone and you're not watching this in Facebook, I really encourage you to join the Easy Peasy Sourcing Facebook group because here in the group, we are there for each other. I'm hanging around in the group and give you 
um, not only this weekly content, which appears earlier in the Facebook group than anywhere else. So you can get pre-access to the podcast in the Facebook group. But I'm also hanging out there to help you if you get stuck somewhere or if you just need advice from the community. The Easy Peasy Sourcing Masterclass members, they are also hanging out in the free group and they are sharing advice in the group. So the eighth bonus tip is not as much of a tip but more a thing of, of principle. So if you, I, I want to encourage you to stay simple. I did it so many times that I sourced a product and I really oversought um, the, the process and I created so many things that were necessary. And if you just stay simple, not only does that save you money, but it saves you a lot of hassle as well. Uh, as well. So it saves you a lot of time and your time is valuable as well. So if you stay as simple as possible, for example, you might consider if you need the top quality for the product. Oftentimes for consumers, the medium quality is really just fine and it's just enough. And your margins might be better on that as well. Then do you need to have your logo on every product? That's another thing. Do you really need to print it on every product? Do you need to have it in different colors, which is super expensive? Can't you make it one color? Can't you just laser engrave it? Do you have to, to create a super beautiful, um, very complicated to apply logo on your product? Or maybe is it enough to just produce the packaging with your logo? Does your audience really care about your logo or does your, old lo does your logo create revenue for you because people look at the logo and then they Google it? Or is it just really enough if your logo and your branding is limited to the packaging? Because you can get a lot lower quantities and that's really the last bonus here that I want, the bonus tip that I want you, that I want to encourage you to, uh, to use. And with that, that's pretty much it for today's episode. So I want to thank you for being here. If you have questions and something wasn't clear, just hit it in the comments and I'll be super happy to answer them for you. So just put whatever question you have in the comments. If Let me know if you already have had success getting a better price with your factory. So just put it in the comments. I'm really interested to hear what, uh, what are your experiences sourcing in China and how did you manage to get a better price for your product in China. All right, I hope this episode helped you and gave you some clarity and the seven steps and tricks to get the best prices in China where the right fit for you today. So just a quick reminder, you can still get a spot to the free training that we did and you can have a have free access to that training about picking your uh, picking and sourcing your private label product. The training is called the six steps to pick and source your private label product on autopilot. Okay. And this training is available for you. You can join that training. Just head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash training and I see you on the inside. Have a great day.